The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross are brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Ross are brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Ross were brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, January 5th, 10-16 on the East Coast. A huge slate of NBA games on Wednesday, but here to break it all down for me is my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how you feeling this Wednesday evening, brother? Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. And Muna, I'm going to tell you why I'm feeling great. Because it is the Founders Day of the greatest motherfucking frat in the world. Happy Founders Day to all the brothers of Cap Outside Fraternity Incorporated. I am ecstatic. It is our day, the day that we were founded by 10 honorable men. Um, just a quick a quick little history lesson, in case you ain't know. We got a lot of, hey, it's a lot of newts that are in the NBA and were in the NBA. Oscar Robinson. Penny Hardaway, he's a bruh, Sam Jones, R.I.P., Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and even Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum. And guess what? THT is a noob, too. Los Angeles Lakers, NBA champion, THT, Taylor Horton Tucker, he's a noob, too. So, shouts out to all the noobs, shouts out to all the bruhs. It's a very good day here for all of us in Capilano, and I'm going to have a special parlay for us later. Just you remember that. I'm going to have a special parlay for us later. There you go. He's killing it there, topping it off with a parlay on Wednesday. It's not Friday, but it is Wednesday. So, hey, I, I always got to top it with a parlay. Always. Uh, so let's just uh, dive right into it. Let's recap our picks from uh, Monday's show. Um, so, you had the Hawks minus the five and a half as your lock. And um, I guess we missed a bit of news or some motivation for a particular player on the Portland Trailblazers for that night. I'll let you get into that, man. Uh, but Hawks minus the five and a half. Oh, man, that was an L because, first of all, the, the Hawks couldn't defend shit in a game where Trey Young had 56. Yeah, 56 and 14. In a game where Trey Young had 56, they took a loss. They did not even, just not even didn't cover. They took a loss. But, motherfucking Anthony Simmons. Oh my, Simons. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh my God. He was playing with a heavy heart. If I knew the information, I would have took every prop though. I'm not going to lie. I, I I hate to capitalize on it, but if I knew the information, I would have took every prop too. Anthony Simmons 
playing on a heavy heart. His grandfather died the night before the game. And he comes in there and drops 42. 42 points. 43. Nine three-pointers hey, hey, made. 43. 43. My fault. My fault. He had 43. Nine three-pointers made. Oh, my. Wait till we talk about the game tonight, though. But, oh, my gosh. He was he was unconscious, yo. Like, he was unconscious. He was 9 for 10 from 3. He was unconscious. It just seemed like everything was going in. The rim was a lot bigger for him. So, I ain't even mad at taking that L. You know, I'm I'm cold in the picks right now. I really am. But, oh, man, that was that was rough. That was rough. He he went off. He went crazy. Yeah, if we said that, that Trey, if we, if we had said at the beginning of the game, Trey Young is going to score 56 points for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, you would have thought they would have absolutely beat them by 15, 20 plus points. But um, yeah, like you said, Anthony Simons, uh, you had other guys step up for the Portland Trailblazers in that game as well. Um, you know, you got 26 from Norman Powell, 22 from Nasir Little, Yusuf Nurkic. He returned to the lineup. I know when we handicapped the game that he was announced uh, or on the injury report early in the morning, he was going to be out, but he did return for them. He dropped 21 points and 12 rebounds. Um, so when you have three other guys that are in 20 plus points, it's going to be really difficult to beat a team, um, you know, with that, you know, with that kind of scoring power. But um, yeah, took an L on that one, but Hey, we both had a double dog that we liked and uh, we kicked it off. <laughs> no sweat. We get yeah, no we sweat. Off dog the new year that. With that. Yeah. The uh, Minnesota Timberwolves plus plus one forty, Tro. Yeah. Easy. Ain't even, I ain't even betting. I, I didn't even look back at this game. I was like, yeah, that's that's over. Like they, uh, Minnesota came and handled business. Like they just came in, they beat shot Clippers, handled business, and you know it was the right game script. They didn't want to get swept, and Clippers were short man, rotten high off of beating the Brooklyn Nets. So easy, easy work there. And then your bonus lock was Pelicans plus three fifty. Um, they were kind of competitive in this game, Terrell, but uh, eventually yeah, Utah pulled away in the second half. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, uh, I'm still willing to fade. I think Utah actually covered this game by one point, but um, yeah, I'm still willing to fade Utah in double digits. Like, you, you know, that that's still – it wasn't a pretty win. I don't think it was a pretty win. I think that Utah still struggles with those larger spreads. If you're getting – 12 13 points like if you're against utah then i'm taking it like that's a lock easy yeah 100 um so for my picks i had locked up the washington wizards minus the two here um wizard this was a up and down game uh for both these teams washington came out hot in the first quarter uh they were up by 13 points in the uh after the first Charlotte comes back in the second quarter they win that quarter by 21 points they had the lead by eight that that third quarter, Charlotte, man, it's that third quarter for Charlotte. It is crazy. It's the only thing comparable is the Warriors. Third yeah, and that is the only thing comparable to them. Yeah, there's like well, a few years back, not even this season, but I think a couple of seasons ago, where Warriors were just coming out in the in the third quarter like the Hornets were, uh, or are this season, and and just something happening at halftime for for both of those teams. But uh, yep. Wizards battled back in the second half. They outscored the uh, Charlotte Hornets sixty eight to fifty seven. Got the cover barely by a point, so I chalked that up as a win. Um, and then also had the Wolves, like we talked about, as our dogs. And then my bonus lock was the Hawks team total over 115.5. Um, that one came through fairly easily as well. So a 3-0 start for myself, and we both hit our dogs. 
um, on this new year uh, first episode on Monday. So let's continue that momentum uh, today, Terrell. We have a huge slate of games. Uh, before we get into that, uh, anything we need to mention around the league, obviously the big news is uh, the return of Kyrie Irving tonight for the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, we also got news that Clay Thompson is going to return for the Golden State Warriors on Sunday, uh, projected a return in that home game uh, for the Warriors. But uh, anything else worth mentioning? Uh, no, I can't really think of anything on top right now. Okay, so let's do this. Let's uh, take a quick break here, Terrell. We'll come back and we will dive into this uh, Wednesday night schedule in the NBA. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5, win 400 and free bets. Also, win a VIP trip to Shaq's Fun House in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own feature and earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Fun House, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and $5,000 in travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. NFL playoffs are around the corner and PropSwap has the best odds on Super Bowl futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will give will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Last week, Scott from Virginia purchased a Green Bay Packers Super Bowl ticket at odds of 6-1 to one when sportsbooks are only offering plus 450. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break. So let's dive into this Wednesday night schedule. I believe there's 11 games on the schedule tonight. So let's start off with the first one here, Terrell. We have the Detroit Pistons headed to Charlotte to take on the Hornets, where the Hornets are a 10-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 229.5. Checking the injury report here, we have um, P.J. Washington for the Hornets. That's questionable. He's returning from uh, being health and safety protocols. For the Detroit Pistons, um, a lot of guys that are out um, for COVID, Corey Joseph, um, and then Chris Smith and Isaiah Stewart are the three main guys, and then they have guys that are injured like Isaiah Livers, um, Kelly Olynyk. We know about Fred, Frank Jackson's also out with a right, right ankle sprain. Um, but 10-point favorites here for the – I'm sorry, for the Charlotte Hornets, Row. What are you thinking? 
Uh, 10 is a lot. I don't know if, ah, oh, man, they're at home, though. Like, Charlotte's at home, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to face Charlotte against the spread at home, but damn, has Charlotte been, I got to go look. Has Charlotte even been 10-point favorites against anybody all year? Let me see. I have like, it here. Um, they were a, no, they were, that's a dog. Um, no, this is the first time that they've been a double-digit favorite all season long. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte, I like Charlotte. Like, Charlotte is good, but that defense, are you laying 10 points with the defense that just gives up anything and everything? Like, even though they got some some guys out, like, Cade is still playing, Diallo has been hooping recently, uh, Sadiq Bey has been playing really, really good. Like, just them three guys off the top of my head, like, nah, I don't think I can lay 10 with Charlotte. Like, they're going to, I think, I think Detroit's going to put up points, and yeah. they they can get after it. Uh, like they they give after it a little bit defensively. Like it's probably it's not as bad as Charlotte. So I think I think Detroit keep in this game. Ten points is a lot. Yeah, uh, Detroit is coming off of a uh, victory over the Milwaukee Bucks, where they were a seventeen point underdog. They got the outright victory there. Yep. Against the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, you could have got that number on the money line for the Detroit Pistons at around eleven to one, twelve to one. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Charlotte, they keep games competitive, um, but them being a ten point favorite for the first time all season long, I don't think I can get behind that for the. Um, you know, Detroit Pistons, like we said, they, they've been in games. They've been competitive against some of these teams. So uh, I will also take the points here with the uh, – sorry, Detroit Pistons. I do like the over in this game, Terrell. Um, yep. I, like you said, I think that Detroit Pistons team total might be worth a look in this game as well. Um, anything else for this game before we move on to the next one? No, I'm good. All oh, right, well, let's... third quarter. Charlotte Hornets, third quarter, especially if, if the Pistons are in the game. Yeah. And that that is the actual concern. For uh, and why if you if you're a Charlotte backer, that's where I would say you know you have a good chance of getting that cover because I think if Charlotte is relatively in the game, they'll be able to pull away in the second half. So that may get gets you close to a cover. But uh, I'm I'm right with the Pistons here. I think I think the Pistons. Uh, mm, I don't know that that second half of Charlotte is really really good. Uh, if you like Detroit, probably want to take a look at taking uh, first half Detroit at plus yeah six and a yeah half. first half Detroit. Yeah, plus six and a half in the first half. I like. I love that bet. Actually, that sounds good. Yeah. Not, oh my gosh, ten is a lot. Ten, ten is, is a lot. lot of All right. Points. Fuck it. All right. I'm. I'm. Fuck it. It's the city. All right. I'm gonna lay it with. I'm gonna lay it with Charlotte because that second right. half is really good. There's that second half is really good. Like I could see that being in the game and then just exploding in that second half and you know taking a 15, 20 point lead at some point. So, all right. I'll go. I'll lay the points. Ten with Charlotte. All right, you're laying the points. I will take the points uh, with uh, Detroit here tonight, plus the 10. Also, do like the first half at six and a half. Make sure to shop around for that number. Yep. Um, let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have the Houston Rockets headed to Washington to take on the Wizards, where the Wizards are a seven and a half point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 228 and a half. Uh, for the Rockets, they did suspend Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. in their last game against the Philadelphia 76ers. They are back. Tonight, um, Alpern and Shangun is the only one uh, that is out for with the right ankle spin. I'm sorry, as well as Armani Brooks is out for the Houston Rockets uh, tonight, being in health and safety protocols. Um, for the Washington Wizards, 
The usual guys are still in health and safety protocols. Spencer Didwitty, uh, Montrez Harrell, Aaron Holiday, Brad Wanamaker, all in the health and safety protocol. So Point Beal is still a thing right now. Terrell, seven and a half point favorite here for the Wizards. What are you thinking? Seven and a half. Uh, the Rockets have been feisty. But the Wizards are at home. The Wizards cover a lot better at home. Mm. Let's let's go ahead and back the Wizards. And it's because I think that their defensive intensity kicks up at home. Okay. I think that they're start with, with people coming back from health and safety pro- protocols, they're going to start getting back to that Wizards team. And we saw in the beginning of the season that I was completely against. Like, I just didn't like that team. But they really, like, showed me something in the beginning of the season. I think that they will – Get after it defensively, get after and get in the face of uh, everybody in Houston. And I don't know what the addition of Kevin Porter and Christian Wood is going to look like back on his team. Like, did they squash in these past few days, like, that they had to think about what happened um, against who were they playing? The uh, Sixers. The Nuggets. Oh, the Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Against the Nuggets. Uh, is everything good? Like, I don't know. I don't know if everything's good. If, if you are backing the Rockets, I think it's because you think that everything is good and you're like, this is a definite get-up spot. They're getting their players back. They're about to prove to everybody that there's nothing wrong. But I'm going to take the Wizards here. I'm late at seven and a half. I think that they're the better team. I expect a big game from KCP tonight. Um, yeah, I, I'm with I'm, I'm with Bradley Beal in the game. What, what say you? Yeah, this is the, the I guess the the point where we talk about what's going to be the response, like you just said, from Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood. Like I saw clips that they were back at practice yesterday with the team, um, but defensively the Rockets have been atrocious, man. I mean, if you kind of just go look at their game log and kind of what they've given up to their opponents uh, over the last two weeks, it's not pretty. Um, you know, I was talking to a couple of buddies of mine about this Rocket squad and what they've been just given up defensively. They gave up 120 or more points in, I think, seven out of the last eight games. So I Mm -hmm. think, again, i got to probably stay with the Washington Wizards team total here tonight to go over. I'm looking for Bradley Beal to have another big game for them. Um, But I'm I'm, I'm conflicted because I think this is a game where it's a live betting opportunity. I want to see what the response is from the Houston Rockets um, as this game kind of opens. Are they going to be playing hard defensively? Are they going to be making that effort? Or... You know, whatever happened in, in Houston against the Denver Nuggets, is that still going to be lingering for this team? So um, I'm going to try to do some more digging and, and see what the response has been from Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. from some of the local beat riders. But right now, I'll lean with the Houston Rockets plus seven and a half here tonight. Uh, definitely do like the over, obviously, between these two teams. Rockets not playing a lick of defense, and we know what the Wizards' offense is capable of, even without, you know, guys like Spencer Didwitty and Montrez Harrell in this lineup. So uh, I'll take the over 229 and a half. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm keeping moving. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Philadelphia 76ers headed to Orlando to take on the Orlando Magic. Where the Sorry, the Philadelphia 76ers are eight-point road favorite here. Uh, let's check the injury report here um, for the – Orlando Magic, Cole Anthony has been upgraded to questionable for tonight. Uh, I know he's been out for the past several weeks with that ankle sprain. Um, And then uh, Jonathan Isaac, we know about. Robin Lopez is in health and safety protocols. Um, And Mo Wagner is also questionable tonight for the Orlando Magic. 
For the Philadelphia 76ers, Tyrese Maxey is in the health and safety protocols, uh, as well as Paul Reed, uh, Jaden Springer, and Matisse Tybal are also in the health and safety protocols for the 76ers. Uh, but Terrell, you think an eight-point road favorites for the uh, Sixers here tonight? Oh, I let me, I'm sorry. Let me say this: that these two teams did match up on November 29th, where the Sixers won that game, where they were a 14-point favorite, but they only won that game by five. Uh, I yeah. believe that was in their building. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think no. I think I like the Magic. Especially if Cole Anthony plays. Hopefully Cole Anthony comes out and looks really, really good. Um, and able to just fit back in. Because the Magic have been, like, playing really good ball recently. Like, they've been playing really, really good ball. They're coming off of, what, two straight covers? Uh, yeah, two straight covers, one one against the Bucks. Did they cover that? No, I don't think they covered that game. Who's the Bucks. Magic? I don't remember what that – yeah. Uh, no, they, they they did not. They didn't cover the those no two no. Games so neither Milwaukee. one they covered, but they, but they covered. Cover, they are covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They covered against the Celtics and took Chicago. them overtime because that was the one I was on the money line. Yeah, that almost came through, and then Chicago. Yeah, so they've been playing some pretty good ball recently. I think they even like. I I really don't think that those Bucks game were was as out of control as it made it seem. Like they they kind of gave them a little bit like a little bit of fight, but it's just the Bucks. Like that's the defending champions. Um. Yeah. But Tyrese Maxey is a factor. Like, the fact yeah. that he's gone, that, that is a factor. That's a level of scoring that they don't have. Like, Tyrese Maxey can go get his own shot. Like, he's not – Joel Embiid can get his own shot, of course. Tobias Harris can get his own shot. S- Seth can, you know, shake and move every now and then. Uh, Danny Green, you know, he's he's got to be set up. But more more often, Seth's got to be set up to – uh, and then is Thibel playing? Did you say is Thibel out? He's out. Yeah. So th- so I mean, is Danny Green in the in the lineup? And that's barbecue chicken on defense now. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Franz Wagner's been balling. Like they have the two seven footers of their own, and uh, Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba in the lineup, and they play really really good next to each other. Uh, and then Cole Anthony inserted back into this with Gary Harris, and you got guys like Terrence Ross and R.J. Hampton that come off the bench and give you a good 20, uh, 15. Like, I, I I like – I told you earlier in the season I liked Orlando, and I liked Orlando to kind of pick it up in stride later in the season. Yeah. I think this is the later of the season that they're about to start picking it up in stride and winning a couple basketball games and get or at least getting covers. So mm-hmm. give me the magic here. It feels like that this number is short. Yeah. Like I would think that Philly probably be favored by 10, but then I would just love the magic. So just I'll take the magic eight and a half. Yeah, I think this is a game where I think Wendell Carter Jr. and Mo Bamba, like you mentioned, can contain or try to contain Joel Embiid because in their last game, uh, Joel Embiid was four of 16, only notched 16 points in that game in 30 minutes. He did have 13 rebounds, but uh, between Wendell Carter Jr. and Mo Bamba, I think they're, they're the length at least can bother Joel Embiid uh, in this game tonight. So I, that's a matchup that I'll be looking out for tonight between these two teams. Um, and like you said, like the, the big question is that if even if Cole Anthony is back tonight, this Orlando Magic team is still playing hard. Like if you're watching some of their last games against Boston, that that they had that game within their grasp until they let it go late and then into overtime, and then they kept it competitive against Chicago 
on Monday where they lost the game only by four, where they were a 13 and a half point underdog. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, being a home underdog, you know me, I like backing these home underdogs, especially in the NBA. Uh, I will also agree with you. I'll lean with the Orlando Magic here, um, plus the eight. Uh, thoughts on the total at 212, Terrell? Um, it kind of feels like it kind of feels like it can go over. I don't think that they'll be able to, I don't think that they'll slow him, Joel, and be down. I don't, but I think the Magic have enough talent to be able to score the basketball on the 76ers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I like, I just like this squad, I like this roster, and I think that if they, if it all comes together, they look really, really nice. Uh, what What are you? You're the total guy. I'm, you know, I'd be firing at the hip from these totals. You're the totals guy. What you yeah, think? I'm leaning towards the under here just because I think the pace, especially with the Sixers, they like playing at a slower pace. Um, let me quickly see where they are at in the last five games, Sixers. Um, yeah, they're number 27 in pace per or, or pace over the last five games. Orlando's right in the middle of the pack, right around 16. Um, so I'm kind of leaning towards the under here in this game. I just don't see the Sixers pushing the pace here. Um, and Orlando has trouble scoring in the first half. Uh, we talked about it last show that Orlando was, you know, scoring a lot of points in the second half. And again, that overhit. Uh, but I think I'm going to the under in this game uh, as far as if you, if you need to play on the total here. Um, anything else, Terrell, for this game? Yeah. Um, assist? I mean, look at this. Joel B is at four and a half plus money. Tobias uh-huh. Harris is at four and a half plus money. Seth is at four and a half minus one hundred four that I see. I don't see Frank um, Corkmox up here. How you say his name? I don't even know how to Cork, say his Cork, name. Corkmaz. 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 Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. He's starting in place of. Uh, I really like him. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. I really like his assist. I don't see him up here yet. He should be up here closer to the game. So I'm I'm gonna pound his assist. Uh, but all of those, like all of those numbers, feel lower, feel uh-huh. low, for there not to be a true point guard on the team right now. Like yeah. for their, they do not have a true point guard with Shake Milton and him out. They do not have a true point guard. So it just feels like those are low, and that somebody's gonna have a really, really good assist day, or it may be similar to the last game. Well, everybody was getting assists. You get assists. You get assists. You get assists. Mm-hmm. John B had 10. Tobias Harris had six. Uh, I think Seth Curry had like five or six. How much he had? He had five. Uh, Court Rons had, had six. Like, they're just going out. Everybody's getting them. So, I think for the most part, um, somebody is going to eat off the assist tonight. Like, those numbers are too low. And I'm willing – I like Tobias Harris for sure. I like Tobias Harris. I like Court Moss. Those are the two I like. I would not be surprised if it's Seth Curry. Just because I didn't say his name at his first, I will not be surprised if it's him. I'm probably not going to bet him, uh, even though I see his is, like, the juiciest as you get higher and higher in assists. Like, I see Seth Curry for 10 assists at uh, 17-1. That's interesting. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I think the assist, I think the assist for this, this uh, 76ers team is just too low, mm-hmm. and somebody's going to smash this number. I just don't know who. Yeah, I'm trying to find uh, Cork Maz's three-point shots made here tonight. It is a little ju- – I mean, it's minus 150, but, you know, if he's going to be stepping into that starting lineup and playing significant minutes, he got up eight shots or eight three-point attempts against the Rockets the other night. He made three of them, but at minus 150 over one and a half, I don't think that's a bet that I want to get down out, especially at minus 150. So, um, 
Yeah, you're right. I think that somebody's got to eat up these assists tonight, uh, whether it's between uh, Seth Curry or, or Court Maz or even uh, Tobias Harris. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, who is going to be that facilitator against the Magic here tonight uh, for the yep. Philadelphia 76ers. Let's get to the next game, Terrell. Uh, we have the uh, Golden State Warriors headed to Dallas to take on the Mavericks, where the Warriors are a five and a half point home, sorry, road favorite, currently seeing a total of 214. Checking the injury report for both of these teams. Um, for the Dallas Mavericks, Kristaps uh, Porzingis is out in health and safety protocols. Isaiah Thomas is in health and safety protocols. Trey Burke is returning, but he is questionable um, from the health and safety protocols. And Boban Marjanovic is also in the health and safety protocols. For the Golden State Warriors, uh, everybody is healthy. Draymond Green is back for the Warriors. Only questionable tag right now is Andre Iguodala, who is uh, dealing with a right knee soreness. Um, so looking at this game, trail five and a half point favorites for the Warriors here, man. What are you thinking? And Luka, I'm sorry. Uh, Luka is back for the Mavericks. Yes, yes, Luka is back. Um, man, the Mavericks edge that I had for them in this game was their size. Like, just the size, like, you know, Porzingis, Boban, like, that was the edge for them in this game. I think they can still, I don't know, because uh, they got Moses Brown. I would love Moses Brown in this game. Like, I would love Moses Brown. Yeah. Plus, but I don't think they're, they're not playing him for real. I, I, hopefully, this is what I'm going to bet on. I'm going to bet on Jason Kidd. And I'm bet on Jason that Jason Kidd is a pretty decent coach. And he gets uh Moses Brown some extra minutes in this game. Not maybe not starting. I don't need him to start, but just some extra minutes off the bench. Cause I think his size will be really, really key for that second unit and be able to get them some easy buckets inside, get them some re- some crucial rebounds. Uh but I do like the the Mavericks. I do like the Mavericks as the dog at home. I'm going to take them lay the six, five and a half, whatever it's at. Uh, I mean, well, and take the points, the five, six, wherever it's at. Uh, it's hard to to bet against the Warriors right now. Like they're one of the best covering teams, but I think the Magic get up for not Magic, the Mavericks get up for this game. I think this is a game that they say, all right, you know, we're going up against number one. They're coming into our house. Uh, we got to we got to put it on a show. Like we can't we can't get out blowing out the water. Like, we can't get blown out of water against this squad. Uh, I think that they'll be able to stay in the game for the most part if they have a lead in the first half because, you know, the Warriors start off slow. If they have a lead, I think they're going to be clinging on to it for the love of their life in the second half because the Warriors are going to come out and they're going to attack and they're going to be physical and they're going to push the pace and they're going to really put the pressure on them in the second half. But I will take the points and the Mavericks. Yeah, I'm going the other way in this game, and I think the Warriors will probably just come out and crush the Dallas. And I think the main point that I've kind of taken away from is that ever since Luka has returned, number one, that his conditioning I don't think is there yet because he had missed over close to about three and a half, yeah, about three weeks with the ankle sprain and being in the health and safety protocols. And we know Luka is a guy that's going to have the ball in his hands. And I think the Golden State Warriors can give fits to Luca, you're not going to absolutely shut him down because of the type of player that he is. But Luca's been kind of struggling, you know, scoring the basketball here and even shooting it, right? The two games that he's returned, 
Um, he's been six of 14, 14 points and seven of 18 against the Denver Nuggets, 21 points. They did win both of those games, but they're only scoring 90. They only scored 95 and 103 in those two games with Luka returning. And that's not going to be enough scoring to go up against this Golden State Warriors team. So um, I think that's one concerning part. Until I see Luka get his legs back under him, um, I need to... I, I I can't back the Dallas Mavericks. I understand the spot. I understand the spot for them here at home that they hey, they want to get up with Golden State Warriors coming in. But I just feel like with everybody healthy with the Warriors that they can now that they're taking on the number one defensive efficiency team in the league or one of the tops. Um, I just think that they're going to be able to find a way to kind of limit Luca, which kind of makes me think that especially with KP out that this might be a Jalen Brunson game that he's able to, you know, provide that scoring power for the, um, or, or have a good game uh, for the Dallas Mavericks. So I'm going mm-hmm. to lean with the Warriors here, uh, minus the five and a half, uh, also leaning towards probably the under in this game, uh, just because Dallas has been a, a pretty good under team so far this season, as well as, the, you know, the Warriors, we talked about how they are one of the best, if not the best defensive efficiency team in the league so far. Yeah, I'm I'm not really a big fan of shoot. Did you see that fly just try to attack me? I did. Holy not. crap. Oh man. I just got attacked by a fly. It like <laughs> flew in between my glasses and my eye. Like <laughs> that was disgusting. Oh man. All right. That fly's been messing me this whole time we've been recording. That's funny. And I can't edit we just don't edit this out. This stays. Yeah, out. we don't edit. Yeah, this is yeah, we don't edit out. All right. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the six, but <laughs> I just think that this is a sneaky get-up spot. I really do like Jalen Brunson. And I kind of think that the Mavs role players are getting kind of warm. Like, I think they're getting kind of warm. And, you know, uh, they're hitting – if they if they can hit their threes tonight, that's going to be the key. Yeah. If the Mavericks if the Mavericks cover this game, it's because they hit their threes. That is, like, people like Dwight Powell hit some threes. Uh Kleber and uh, DFS hit some threes. Uh, Tim Hardaway came off the bench and had a really good game for them. Like, that's going to be the key. It's not going to be Luka. It's going to be everybody around. Luka's probably going to have a triple-double, and he's going to – like, one of a, a low triple-double. Like, it's probably going to be, like, some 20-something points, 21, 20, 21 points or something yeah. like that. But everybody else around him is going to be the reason why they win. And I, I'm starting to have a little bit more faith in them as the season goes on. So – Let's see what they do when uh, the man in the West comes to town. Yeah, waiting for these props for the Warriors to drop. Trying to to see what Lucas assists are, but he's not listed right now. But (coughs) I'm sorry. Nonetheless, uh, yeah, I think we're on the opposite of this game. Um, So it'll be interesting to see. Let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have the... um, Let's see. The Brooklyn Nets headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers. Where the Brooklyn Nets are an eight-point road favorite, currently seeing a total of 225. Obviously, the big news in this game is a return of Kyrie Irving uh, in road games for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the injury report here. Um, Joe Harris is the only one that is out. <clears throat> I'm sorry, for the um, Brooklyn Nets. LaMarcus Aldridge is questionable with a right foot soreness for the Indiana Pacers. Not a report submitted yet because they did play last night against your Knicks. Um, but let's see here. Uh, let's start with a spread here, Terrell. Eight point favorites for the uh, Nets. What are you thinking? I'm on the Nets. I'll lay. I'll lay the chalk. 
it feels chalky. It feels chalky as hell because with Kyrie coming back. But the Pacers are missing a lot. The Pacers, I feel like the Pacers are missing a lot. Did I don't even think Brogdon and Levert played last night. Uh, I'll, let me double check that. Uh, no, they weren't out because I was on Dwayne Washington props last night. So uh, for See. the Pacers, yeah, Brog, no Brogdon, no Levert. And uh, who was their other guard? Uh, no Duarte. Yeah, so and I'm and I was on Sabonis like, oh, Sabonis got to get a triple double here. He finishes the game with four assists. I'm gonna hop on. I'm gonna hop back up on his assists today. Yeah, but uh, I don't know because the the Nets defense been playing sneakily better, but and they got a really good game out of Sykes uh, TBT TBT uh, by the way, but yeah, um, no, I'm laying the chart with the Nets. Like the Nets have. Just like I said, they've been playing better defense recently. Uh, they're getting their guys back. They just lost two in a row at home. They just dropped two games at home, and now they're going on the road. I think they want to get back. They want to get back on the slide. Paces on the losing streak. This this is the get up game. This is the get up game. Have a good um, welcome back home from Kyrie. Yeah, for the Brooklyn Nets, they've lost, like you said, they've lost three straight games here. Uh, they dropped against the Sixers, they dropped against the Clippers, and they dropped against Memphis the other night. So, um, yeah, this is a spot where um, that you probably want to get a win because you do have the Milwaukee Bucks on deck on Friday. Um, so, uh, I think, <clears throat> I'm sorry, the one thing that we probably need to look out for it's probably the adjustment of what's going to happen with Kyrie back on the floor here tonight. Is there going to be an adjustment between the big three? Mm-hmm. Um, but even though that they played playing together last season, it's still a new season. And, you know, they were still trying to figure out their roles last season uh, within those big three guys. So it'll be interesting to see how it kind of comes about. But my biggest question is that, again, if Karis LeVert, uh, Chris Duarte, and Malcolm Brogdon are all out, who's matching up? Who's guarding the big three like i don't think Dwayne washington can keep up with a harden or a durant um you have lance stevenson okay but i don't think he's the same player <laughs> uh tory craig i mean that yeah that's a guy that could probably maybe give you some fits but i think it's gonna be difficult to stop all three guys uh on this brooklyn nets team i will reluctantly lean towards the brooklyn nets as well um Again, I think this is a game where probably Brooklyn has put up a lot of points, so I might be looking at a Nets team total in this game, but I lean towards um, the Brooklyn Nets here tonight. Uh, the total currently sitting at 225. Um, I think that we see a better defensive effort from the Brooklyn Nets here tonight. Like you said, they're kind of starting to trend in the right direction, even though they've given up um, 110 more or more points over their last three games here. So I think defensively they need to be better tonight. Um, and then as well. So I think if you're attacking a total in this game, I would probably look at taking the Nets team total here tonight against the Pacers. Uh, anything else for this game here, Terrell? Uh, one more question. You know, we talk about player props a lot. Do you start looking at James Harden to go under his player props um, just because Kyrie Irving is back? Yeah. Right now I'm seeing his point no, 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 at 40 and a half. No. Points, rebounds, and assists at 40 and a half. Okay. Mm, yeah. I don't I don't know what Kyrie's workload is going to be tonight. That's yes, Kyrie's question. back, but what are they – like, Kyrie can be back and they give him 25 minutes. Like, 
Yeah. So I don't know what his workload is going to be back. I do want to fade the 40 and a half if he gets a full work. Like if he's playing 30 plus minutes, I would fade the 40 and a half because they're probably going to, you know, let him let him get some work in. Like he hasn't played ball all year. Yeah. And I can, but I can definitely see James Harden still putting up numbers in the other stat category. But the points, I do think his points comes down some just because. Because the lack of volume that he's getting, like he's just not going to go up and jack up shots anymore. So, and I think he did that when the big three were playing last year. They had games like he he took the back seat to the scoring and let Kyrie and KD do the scoring, and he kind of facilitated everything. And I think that's going to be. It's I'm going to look to fade James Harden a little bit these nets over these next few games, uh, road games with Kyrie in the lineup because. And you talked about this in another episode, I think, where we were sitting there like James Harden talked about he doesn't know what his role is on yeah, the team. He said that he this season. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know what his role is on the team, and now Kyrie's coming back into it. And so if you don't know what your role is, and you're like, he's, am I going to defer? Am I going to take the shot? Like, it's that that second guessing, that little bit of second guessing that's going to make me want to fade James Harden in this upcoming uh, in these upcoming few games. Yeah, I think the way to attack probably James Harden props is probably just taking the over on his assists because if he's going to get back to facilitating to Kyrie, getting his legs back under him, or you know driving to the basket and throwing up lobs or kicking it out to KD, I think that's the way to attack it. Currently seeing his assists at eight and a half right now, it's it's juice at minus one forty five. By the way, I don't hate that number. I think that he'll he could get into double digits easily tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Um, yeah. uh, for the uh, Brooklyn Nets here tonight. And again, these two teams did match up earlier this year. <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, where the uh, Brooklyn Nets won 105-98 in that game. Um, but that was a game where the Indiana Pacers had, you know, Chris Duarte, TJ McDonald, uh, Justin Holiday. So in this game, they're missing a lot of their key guys, uh, especially at that guard position. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of match up against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? No. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the San Antonio Spurs headed to Boston to take on the Celtics, where the Celtics are an eight-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 223.5. I know Jason Tatum is back tonight for the uh, Boston Celtics. Um, a lot of questionable tags for the uh, Boston Celtics. Romeo Langford questionable with an illness that's non-COVID related. Aaron Neesmith, health and safety protocols, questionable. Jabari Parker, um, dental work is what it says <laughs> for his reason. And uh, Robert Williams, their starting center, is probable tonight with a right big toe sprain. The Spurs did play last night against the um, Toronto Raptors. They're missing a lot of key guys. DeJounte Murray has been out in health and safety protocols, and they're missing a, a few other guys. Last night, the Spurs did lose the game 129-104 to the Raptors. Um, back-to-back situations for the Spurs, 3-3 three and three against the spread, 3-3 three and three, uh, towards the total. But Terrell, let's start with the side here. Boston, eight-point favorites against the Spurs team. Man, what are you thinking? Not taking Boston. Not You've already, yeah, you swore off on them. I'm definitely no, but I'm definitely not taking Boston with Jason Tatum coming back from COVID. Yeah, the same Jason Tatum who last year said needed an inhaler to play in games off his back from COVID. He said now he said that he is feeling his body feels better. He said his uh-huh. quarantine was shorter. His body feels better than last time. But well, shit, if it felt as bad as you needed uh, inhaler, of course you're gonna feel better. And yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Jason Tatum, I just know Jason Tatum is a guy that can be up and down, hot and cold. And if he's not in rhythm that game, he's just not going to be in rhythm that game. So um, that can set them back some. That can set them back. I think the Spurs team, while they are missing some people, is still pretty deep. Um, you're still getting uh, DeJounte Murray, right? No, he's still, uh, I don't see an injury report because they did play last time, but DeJounte Murray did not play last time. He's still in health and safety protocols. Is he still in the protocols or is he like, is it conditioning? Because I no. thought he got out the protocol. Uh, let me see if I can look that up in the meantime. I he, yeah, I thought he was out the protocol and it was just like conditioning and make it, and getting him back into uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so last last thing they uh, reported from uh, Tom Os- Osborne uh-huh. uh, from the uh, San Antonio Express News uh, that he's not he didn't play yesterday, but he's on track to come back on Wednesday. Okay. So, so Murray's back tonight for the Spurs. Okay. Yeah. So, he's, so more or less, keep looking at that. If Murray's okay. not back, all right, then I understand. I'll take Boston. But if Murray's back, give me San Antonio. They got their facilitator. They got their scorer. They got their Mister Everything. Uh, Next to Derek White, he's still got Kelton Johnson out there. Yep. Uh, Jacob Podol, I like him to have a good game. Yeah. Uh, I think that he can have – like he can – I think he can put up points in this one, actually. I don't think Boston's bigs have anything to stop him. I don't. So, I think he – I like his point. If he's he's playing right, I mean, you got you to ask these questions. With Kobe, Jakob, these uh, let me look that up. I believe he did play last game. He was in the health and safety protocols earlier this year, but I, I believe he did play yesterday. Uh, give me one second. I'm pulling up the box score here from last night. Yeah, he was in there. He played 23 minutes, had 19 points and 12 rebounds. Yeah, so I'm damn shit. He had 19 and 12. That's all right. Uh, that's the game I was expecting tonight. Fuck, I hate when. But I give him another shot. Like I give him another shot. I think he has another good, uh, another good game. Uh, they got Bates Dot back as well. Like I like him as a player. Brent Forbes, like he's getting minutes. Like I, I, the Spurs are so melatonin, but they have players that can ball. Yeah, and I trust their bench more than Boston's bench. That's in at the end of the day. That's the end of my. I, I trust their bench more than Boston's bench to get this done. So, mm-hmm. give me uh, the melatonin basketball team plus the eight. Yeah, I'm also leaning towards the Spurs here. Um, I kind of want to go back later on after we get off and see when Tatum returned last year for the uh, Boston Celtics after he was in the health and safety protocols and how he kind of how the team performed and how he performed. And um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how things kind of line up for them. But for the Boston Celtics, yeah, they're also getting players back as well. Um, Yeah, I'll lean towards uh san antonio here i, I kind of do like the over in this game as well uh just because san antonio we talked about early in the season that taking <clears throat> i'm sorry san antonio at home for their overs but it's starting to come back towards um the overs on the road for them as well last night flew over the total of 224 they ended up scoring 223 combined mostly because of the toronto here uh last night but um yeah, I'm leaning towards over in this game as well. Anything else for this game, Terrell, before we move on? Uh, no. Okay, so let's move on to the next game. We have the same Toronto Raptors we just talked about headed into Milwaukee to take on the Milwaukee Bucks, where the Bucks are a seven and a half, seven and a half point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 227. 
Uh, let's start with the injury report. Last night, the Toronto Raptors did play. Most of their guys are back in action, if not all of them. For the Milwaukee Bucks, Grayson Allen is in health and safety protocols. Thanasis Atatakumpo, questionable health and safety protocols. Pat Covington is out, health and safety protocols. Um, and Dante DiVincenzo is out. He's dealing with that same ankle injury that um, was pro- um, preventing him from coming back this season. I think he may have re-aggravated it or they're just being injury managing it. Uh, but for the Raptors last night, like I mentioned, they got the victory over the San Antonio Spurs, 129-104. I think quickly before we handicap the game, we kind of want to take a look at the minutes that were played by some of the starters for the uh, Toronto Raptors last night. Or, so Spicy P, Pascal Siakam, 28 minutes, OG Ananobi, 31, Scotty Barnes, 33, Fred Van Vliet, 32, Gray Trent Jr., 32. So most of them played about 30-plus minutes. I'm not sure uh, how much they played in that fourth quarter. Um, quickly looking at the ATS trends for back-to-back situations for Toronto. Four and one against the spread on back-to-back situations for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Terrell, I'll start with you, man. Seven and a half point home favorites here for the Bucks. What are you thinking? Um, boom. Here's my issue with the Bucks right now, and ultimately why they won- lost that game. Uh, against the uh, Detroit with Grayson Allen out because Grayson Allen is out, right? Yeah. Grayson Allen and Pat Connington. So look, both of those players played. This bench is thin. Yep. This bench is thin. The bench, listen to the points scored by their bench in the game against the Pistons. Nine, three, three, Zero, but that was Rodney Hood. He played four minutes. Okay. Four. So by players that had 14, 25, 22, and 19 minutes, nine, three, three, four. They got no production from that bench. None. That's going to be what keeps Toronto in the game. If, if nothing short of Mike Budholzer saying, fuck it, Giannis. Uh, Middleton and and you can't and you can't even really do that because Chris Middleton is banged up, and Drew Holiday y'all are playing forty minutes tonight. They, I, I don't know what they're going to get from their bench. Their yeah. bench has to step up, and I can't guarantee that that's going to happen. At least yeah. I have people on Toronto's side that I know will come. Like Champagne is going to ball, he's good. A Precious Achua is going to ball. Chris Boucher is going to ball. Like, I know that they, they can score the basketball. I know that they can score the basketball. I'm not so certain Milwaukee that they're going to be able to put up points. Like, DeMarcus Cousins, okay. He's a shadow of himself right now. Um, Wes Matthews is up and down. I, I just – I don't know. I don't know what they're getting. And the fact that they don't have Grayson Allen, they don't have Pat Connaughton, it says a lot, like a lot right now. So, give me – Toronto and the points. Maybe Milwaukee still pulls it out, but I think it'll be a close game, like a one possession game. Yeah, this this game when I when it opened yesterday, and I was you know been watching the Raptors closely uh, ever since they got all all their main guys back. Um, for let's start with Fred VanVleet. This guy is and shout out to our NBA Slack channel for identifying they were on this player prop last night for Fred VanVleet. Um, he's been absolutely crushing it over the last three games ever since they've gotten their guys back. 
30 plus points um, in f- four out of the last five games. He's knocked down seven three-pointers in each of his last two games. Uh, on Friday when he returned on uh, New Year's Eve, four of 13, 31 points. So um, this game opened last night. Let me see. I'm trying to see what the opening number was um, at eight and a half. And I quickly jumped on the money line for this game, Terrell. I'm on the mm. money line for this uh, a Toronto Raptors squad. That kind of spoils my dog tonight. But okay, I think this is a look ahead spot for probably the Brook. Uh, sorry, for the Milwaukee Bucks because they have a big game against the Brooklyn Nets on Friday. And like you alluded to. Not having Grayson Allen and Pat Connington, those are your two best shooters on this team, we can say, Terrell. Not having those two guys, and, and you highlighted that they don't have much of a bench after that. So now the question is going to be, like you said, is Budenholzer going to play his big three of Middleton, Giannis, and Drew Holiday 40-plus minutes, and then that'll linger into the game against Brooklyn on Friday? Or is this a complete look-ahead for the Brooklyn Nets, sorry, for the Milwaukee Bucks against the Brooklyn Nets on Friday? This offense right now for the Toronto Raptors is clicking. They've scored 116 plus points over the last three games. Uh, 116 against the Clippers, 120 against the New York Knicks, and 129 last night against San Antonio Spurs. So their guys are back. They're healthy. They're playing well. Um, I like, I love Toronto here tonight, plus seven and a half um, against this Milwaukee Bucks team. Yeah, I think, and also you got to continue to uh, back Fred Van Vliet's. Um, points here tonight man uh, i think that he's been an absolute tear especially his three-point shooting La- these two teams did match up this season terrell um i'm quickly trying to see what the score was in that game um toronto won that game as well back on december 2nd 97-93 in toronto uh where and fred van vliet had 29 points in that game for this team so um yeah i'm loving toronto here tonight even though they are in a back-to-back but on the back-to-back situation for what i guess is spread terrell yeah no i'm with you I- i'm with you i like it uh and I- Last thing, yeah, uh, quickly. Uh, my last point: I will be on the Raptors team total here tonight, over one hundred nine and a half. I just think that's way too low points. Uh, Milwaukee's still not that same defensive team, man. I mean, kind of look at defensive efficiency. Why? Yeah, they are top ten, but um, this is a different Toronto Raptors team that's scorching hard right now, coming into your building to take uh, to take you on. Yeah, no, you. Hey, I'm let you go on. You anything else, sir? Like that, that's else? it. It's that's all, all I got for this game. <laughs> it's all you. Yeah, for sure. That was all you. You could have that. Um, only thing I say is that Tor- not Toronto, but Milwaukee is giving up a lot to the small forward position over the last seven games. Yeah, uh, they're giving up the most three pointers to the small forward position, and they're giving up the most points to the small forward position. So I like a play on Scotty Barnes to have a good game, especially because, you know, Mr. Young Guy uh, on the bat-to-bat. I like Scotty Barnes to have a good game. I like OGM Nobi to uh, hit some threes tonight. I like him to cash some threes tonight for sure. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I like the Raptors as well. Let's let's go. All right. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. We have the OKC Thunder headed to the Minnesota Timberwolves, where the Minnesota Timberwolves are an eight-and-a-half-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 216 and a half. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams. Um, oh, where did it go? Let's see. All right, here we go. Minnesota, um, D- D'Lo, questionable, returning from COVID. 
and Carl Anthony Tams, uh, sorry, Carl Anthony Towns, same thing, returning from uh, COVID here. Uh, look out for those two guys. Probably should be able to go tonight, uh, but everybody else is a go for this Minnesota Timberwolves team. For the OKC Thunder, Lou Dort is out tonight with left knee soreness. Uh, and Jeremy, oh, sorry, Jeremiah Robinson Earl is out. He's in health and safety protocols. But um, let's start with the side here, Terrell. Eight and a half point favorites for the Minnesota Timberwolves against this uh, OKC Thunder team. What are you thinking? <sighs> I like this game a lot more. I liked it on, I, I kind of still like it on the money line a little bit, but I liked it on the money line when I thought that Cat and D were not playing. I love the game on the money line. I still kind of like it on the money line because I don't know what we're going to get with them coming back. Okay. Um, they've been out for a while. This So the Timberwolves have been kind of makeshifting this lineup for a while. So a lot of, like, good role players have got gotten minutes, and now they're going to see that restriction mm-hmm. come back in. So it's like, okay, if they don't, get back into the flow of things really quickly, then they're not going to supply much to the game because it's like you get in the game, you're kind of cold, starting to warm up, and then you're coming right back out because the starter's got to go back in. Yeah. So it's like it kind of throws things off. Like, you know, it it really does. Yeah. Especially for people that are not used to getting as much minutes as they they did. So very concerned about that. I don't really know what the conditioning of Carl Anthony Towns and D'Lo has been over this time. So, I mean, and, well, I say that, but we're kind of getting the same thing. Like, OKC's getting their guys back, too. OKC's been a scrappy team all year, covering. Josh Giddy is playing amazing. Uh, I'm getting SGA on the floor. Uh, give me Minnesota in the eight. Not Minnesota. Give me the uh, – Thunder. OKC. Yeah, give me the Thunder in the eight. I think they can keep this close and have a potential to win this game. Yeah, I think that, you know, both of these teams, obviously, with the health and safety protocols concerns, guys coming back, guys being in it, um, it, this is probably one of the games I probably want to stay away from just because, you know, we just said with all the COVID stuff. But uh, I should have mentioned this, Terrell, that this is the first of a two-game set. It's that back-to-back situation for these teams. I was just about to say that. I was literally just about Um, to say that. And so I like the value. Like, I I like getting the value of plus 300 on OKC. Yeah. And – Coming and back against they're getting Minnesota guys Friday. coming, to, yeah, coming coming back against Minnesota on Friday. Like I like the value of getting OKC here at plus three hundred. Yeah, and I wouldn't like if Minnesota comes out here and just beats the brakes off of them. Then I love the value I'm getting on Friday in OKC at home. Right. So. I'm getting them on the road now at a pretty good value. Like I think that's a like that's a pretty. I'm pretty sure they're going to win one of these games. And if they lose a game tonight where they're plus three hundred, they're not going to come. Like they'll maybe be in the plus two hundred range at home because uh-huh. it's a home game. Yeah, but that that's about it. Like they're not going to. You're still getting plus money. They're going to be a dog. They're going to be a dog. So yeah, give me give me OKC and, and the points. I, I think that they can get the win, and then I'll be ha- I'll be okay to fade them at home against the Timberwolves in the next one. Yeah, if I had to obviously pick this game, I would probably lean with the dog and the points here, uh, getting the plus eight and a half, plus eight, whatever number you're seeing. Um, 
I expect SGA to have a big game here tonight. You know, uh, Josh Giddy as well. Probably look at maybe S. Uh, sorry, Josh Giddy throwing down another triple double tonight for the OKC Thunder, like he did in the, uh, uh, the last game for them. So, um, yeah, I want to see what the conditioning is. I think you hit the nail on the head for both Cat uh, and uh, D'Lo, which makes me kind of like Anthony Edwards' props tonight because he's had two games under his belt since these mm-hmm. two guys have been out tonight. So, him and Malik Beasley maybe have big games. Uh, with D'Lo and Cat returning. Uh, last game, Anthony Edwards, 28 points for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Malik Beasley didn't have a great shooting night, but he didn't play that many minutes either. He was uh, 4 of 10, 11 points for them. So, uh, But that was in a blowout situation because a lot of their bench got a lot more minutes uh, because it was a blowout. So um, I think we're both on OKC getting the points here tonight. Uh, total... Uh, not much of an opinion there. I, again, I want to see how these two teams play before, um, uh, you know, with the guys return from conditioning uh, before I make a play on the total. It'll be interesting how this game kind of results to Rell. And then we talk about it on Friday and which way we're going to go. So it'll be interesting to see. Anything else for this game uh, before we move on to Yeah, no, no. Let's keep going. All right, let's do this. Let's take one last break here. We'll come back. We'll get to the final uh, three games uh, the West Coast games uh, for the NBA schedule tonight. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise m- money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credit by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 US states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and you and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget, guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game, Terrell. We have the Miami Heat going up to Portland to take on the Trail Blazers, where the Miami Heat are a short two-point road favorite. Uh, currently seeing a total of a 216. Let's get to the injury report here. 
um, for this game. We know Miami Heat are going to be without Jimmy Butler tonight. Uh, he left the last game. Um, I believe it was an ankle injury again. Bro, for... he, bro, his ankle can't like get right. Yeah, every single time, every single time, ankle can't get right. Why do I not see? Oh, here we go. It's a little further down. Okay, so yeah, he uh, Jimmy Butler is out with that right ankle sprain. Um, uh, I'll just go down the list of all the guys that are out. So we know about Bam. Jimmy is out. Dwayne Dedman continues to be out. Uh, Haslam is out. Marquise Morris. Victor Oladipo and Duncan Robinson and Gabe Vincent are still out for the Miami Heat. For the Portland Trailblazers, CJ McCollum and Dame are both going to be out for this game. Larry Nance Jr. is doubtful. He entered the health and safety protocols, and Cody Zeller is also out with health and safety protocols. Um, Terrell, it seems like it's going to be a Tyler Hero type of game tonight, and Omar Yurtsevin uh, for the Miami Heat. But let's start with the spread here first. Two-point favorites here for the Miami Heat. What are you thinking? Uh, well, Yersum is going to have his hands a little full with Nerf. Uh, whoops. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I just knocked something down. Yeah, uh, he's going to have some, his hands in trouble with Nerf, with Nerf a little bit. Uh, but I'm I'm not backing Portland at all. I'm not backing Portland at all. Um, I'm going to fade Anthony Simmons. That's it for my analysis, by the way. I'm not back in Portland. Like, you just, you just don't have to worry <laughs> about it. I'm not back in Portland. Uh, I'm going to fade Anthony Simons tonight. Okay. That was a lot to play with under that last game. Like, that is the most get-up spot that – like, one of the biggest get-up spots that I've seen for somebody that experienced death the night before. Like, that is one of the biggest ones that I've seen. Yeah. And there's been a few that I can think of off the top of my head. That is one of the biggest ones I've seen. I'm not I'm not touching him tonight. I no. I think that he can come back down to earth. Like it's just that the cylinder was really, really wide, really, really open for him, and it could get very, very narrow for him tonight. And I'm you know, it's a uh the guy, what's his at name on Twitter? I think it's at name Mr. Over Under. Yeah, he does the max unders. Yeah, he does the mm-hmm. max unders. Yeah. I would look at I would look at an Anthony Simmons max under tonight. Okay. It it was funny. Because Isaiah Thomas was talking on a post game show after the game, and uh-huh. he was like, they were talking about how people just kind of get up for a game out of no- like they they play you and they get up for a game out of nowhere. And he was talking about a dude that came and played him, and he had forty four, like he gave him forty four that night. Uh-huh. And so he go back and he look at the box score, and the next game he got eight, and he like, well, where was that at? Yeah, like he said he got eight the next game, and so. <laughs> Like I, 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 he is a good ball player. I think that they are going to look for scoring, but I, the Heat defense just gives people problems. Like they are a very well coached team, and they play very, very good defense. I think that defense is going to give them all problems all night. I think he is going to get problems uh, tonight because now they, for one, know that the man just dropped forty three, so we got to pay attention to him. Yeah. So once they start, you know, giving me the alt bets, I'm going to take his uh, his numbers all the way down and just throw $10 on that. Okay. Tyler Hero, I like for a good game. Tyler Hero, I like for a lot of assists. Um, I think the for the assists, the go-to is just kind of Kyle Lowry. I like Tyler Hero um, moving into that star lineup to kind of get some assists, get your seven in there, force uh, Kyle to shoot. They've been having some problems getting Kyle to shoot this season. I think that uh, – the amount of attention that he is going to get, he's probably going to get the Norman Powell assignment and, you know, maybe draw a double team here or there. 
I think that the amount of attention he's going to get is going to be available for everybody else to put the ball in the basket. So I like his assist tonight as well. Yeah, I'm currently seeing um, Kyle Lowry points and assists tonight at 26 and a half. Uh, let me yeah, double like, check that. I like that. Yeah, and then uh, Tyler Hero is at 28 and a half tonight for the uh, Miami Heat. He um, 28 and a half points. Yeah, I think that obviously the scoring responsibility is going to have to fall on a guy like Norman Powell for the um, for the Portland Trailblazers, especially if we're expecting Anthony Simons uh, to kind of regress after the performance he had against the Atlanta Hawks the other night. Um, so I think that's one way to attack this game. As far as the side, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think that Tyler Hero and uh, Kyle Lowry and Omar Yurtsevin, P.J. Tucker, all these guys – uh, Caleb Martin, I think, is another player that kind of want to look out for. Like, Sneaky could have a, a good game for the Miami Heat. So, um, you know, coming off of the loss for Miami Heat uh, against the Golden State Warriors where they kept him within the number. Um, yep, covered. Yeah, we call that. We, we said that 10 was too many points. But they've now lost two straight games here, Terrell, on this West Coast trip, and they've given up 115 points uh, in each of those games. So I'm expecting them to have a better defensive effort here tonight against the Portland Trailblazers who are without their two best players. Um, but you know, Miami, that we talked about their depth, right? With Tyler Hero and, and Kyle Lowry and even Omar Yurtsev. I think we could throw in there. He's been big for them since uh, Dwayne Dedman and uh um Bam Adebayo went down. So I'm expecting those guys to have a big game. So I will take the minus two here with the Miami Heat tonight, going up against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh thoughts on the total here, Terrell 216. I'm leaning towards the uh, I want to say the under in this game. I think that Miami does their best to kind of shut down the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm on the under two, I think. Uh, and I don't think Miami's going to go out and put up a whole bunch of points when they shut them down. Like, yes, they're going to get a, some contribution from a few players, but I don't think they're going to run the score up on them at all. So, yeah, give me the under. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Utah Jazz headed to Denver to take on the Denver Nuggets, where the Nuggets are, sorry, where the Jazz are a three-point uh, three road favorite. Utah Jazz going into Denver, three-point road favorite for the Jazz, uh, total of 223. Checking the injury report here, Terrell, uh, for this game. Let's start with the Denver Nuggets. Um, Can Carr is out for the Denver Nuggets with a right foot fracture. We know about P.J. Dozier. Jeff Green continues to be in the health and safety protocols. Monte Morris also in health and safety protocols. Um, let's see. Austin Rivers is questionable. For the Utah Jazz, um, Joe Ingles is the big one that is in health and safety protocols. Donovan Mitchell is probable. Royce O'Neal, Hassan Whiteside, Rudy Gobert, Bogdanovich are all questionable. So, who? A lot of questionable tags here for the Utah Jazz, but I'm assuming at least three out of those five guys are going to go between Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and Bogdanovich. Um, but let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus three for the Jazz in Denver tonight. What are you thinking? I know Denver's missing people. I know, but they have some very good – Bones Highland is very, very good. He is going to be a very, very good role player in the league. He is good. He can score the basketball. I think that they – I think they're going to get enough from – I think this is a Jokic go-off game. Okay. I do. I think this is a Jokic go-off game. I think this is Jokic putting the team on his back at home 
handling majority of the load scoring, doing the facilitating. I think that they'll get enough from Campazo from three. I think they'll get enough from Bones Highland scoring the basketball. I think Aaron Gordon will go and get his. I think they will get enough from everybody else to stay in this game, if not get the outright win. Mm, Okay. Utah, Utah is good. Utah is very, very good. These two teams don't really aren't particularly fond of each other. There's a very, you know, very fun rivalry that we see between these two squads over the past few years. Yeah. Give me the nuggets here in the three and a half. I think that if anything, we're going to get some drama at the end of this game. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the total is kind of, I mean, sorry, the side is indicative of that, right? It's only a three point favorite here for the, um, for the Utah jazz in, uh, in, in Denver here tonight, I think for the Denver nuggets, Terrell, I really like them in the first half. Um, and if we kind of take a look at what they've done in the first half of the, the game so far this season, um, trying to pull up the first half numbers here. Let's see. Uh, first half ATS numbers. Yeah, here we go. So Denver Nuggets on the season, 19-15-1. and one. They're 7-6-1 and one at home, but they're plus three in uh, point differential. Uh, for the Utah Jazz, um, they're 8-8 eight and eight on the road so far this season against the spread. They're 5-5 five and five overall in their last 10 games. Overall for the season, 15-20-2. We know that Utah Jazz are more of a second-half team. Uh, and if we kind of take a look at what these two teams do, scoring the ball in the second half, um, Utah Jazz are the number one scoring team in second half points at 59. Denver Nuggets are dead last at 48.3. Over the last three games, Denver Nuggets are only averaging 42.7 in the second half. So I think that, you know, I think Denver gets off to a good start. I think Jokic, obviously, you know, we talk about him. Early on, he looks very, very good, right? He he can – by halftime, this guy always has a double-double for the Denver Nuggets. So, I like Denver Nuggets in the first half here, plus one, uh, plus one and a half. Definitely shop around for that number. Um, but I think that Utah may, you know, kind of pull away in the second half just because they're a big second-half team. And I think that's – in the second half, it's where going to kind of catch up to them not having – their guards for the uh, Denver Nuggets. So sign me up with Denver first half. I'll agree with that, uh, or at least half of it, I'll agree with you. Uh, but I think eventually Utah takes care of business tonight against the Denver Nuggets. Definitely check their injury report if you bet this game, guys, because a lot of questionable tags for the Utah Jazz. Uh, pretty much all their starters are questionable. The only guy for sure uh, is uh, Jordan uh, Clarkson, who is probable. Um, Jordan Clarkson game tonight, Terrell, with the absence of Joe Ingles. You think uh, obviously he'll be the first one off the uh, bench there, but um, I think in the absence of Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson will have to step up. Yeah, he does. If, if they're gonna if they're gonna stay in this game and if they're gonna if they want to pull away, he absolutely has to. Absolutely, absolutely has to, and I think he will. Like this team, both of these teams get up for each other. This isn't a one-way street. Like this isn't Denver. Like don't let me think that this is the Nuggets getting up for the Jazz, who are one of the top teams in the West right now. No, both of these teams get up for each other. Yeah. Like, the, I think that like this can be really, really fun. This can be really, really fun. The fact that it's a national televised game can make it even more, more fun. I think the thing that would make it even, even better is if it was a fucking TNT game. But now we have to watch ESPN broadcast. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I like 
I like I like the points just to make it close, but I think Jordan Clarkson, I think a lot of people can have a really, really good game in this game. I think this can be fun. I think it'd be a lot of points scored on the over. Uh, I think it'd be a lot of points scored. And th- this might be one of the, mo- the games that I'm looking forward to the most just because I know, like when we, we saw these two teams in the bubble, uh-huh. and even though we don't have Jamal Murray, even though we might not have some guys on the Jazz, like these two teams will get up for each other. It's a lot of fun. I like it when the Jazz and the Nuggets play each other. I really do. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, this game is going to be on the four-letter network after the, uh, I believe it's the uh, Warriors and Mavericks game that is also on uh, ESPN tonight. Let's get to the last Double game. West of, Coast. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the last game here uh, for the for the Wednesday night schedule, Terrell. We have the Atlanta Hawks headed to Sacramento to take on the Kings, where I believe this game is a pick em. Um Give me one second. I almost see what uh, for the – yeah, I'm seeing – I'm seeing Atlanta favored by one, and I'm also seeing uh, Sacramento favored by one. So definitely shop around for this number. Let's just call it a pick for right now, Terrell. Um, mm-hmm. Currently seeing a total of 231 in this game. Start with the injury report um, for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, where do they go? All right, here we go. Um, so the usual guys are still out in health and safety protocols. Bogdanovich, John Collins, Solomon Hill – uh, Jalen Johnson, questionable tags for Trey Young and Cam Reddish. I'm expecting those two guys to go tonight, at least Trey Young, because if those two guys don't go, I don't think they'll have enough players to uh, get this game in. But I'm expecting those two guys to go. For the uh, Sacramento Kings, they did play last night against the L.A. Lakers where they lost that game, I believe, by eight. Gave the game away. Yeah, it got a little fishy towards the end there. I'm not sure if you guys caught this uh, ending, but it seemed like the Lakers luckily got that cover. Uh, my condolences to you if you had the Kings um, against the spread last night, but they lost the game. I mean, no, no, I ain't, I ain't giving no, no, I ain't giving no nothing. The Kings had three turnovers in the last minute of the game. You can't ha- be in a close game where the Lakers <laughs> missed three or four free throws going to the final stretch. Missed three or four. Malik Monk went to the line and missed both, and uh, Russell Westbrook missed the first and hit the second. You can't go into the end of that game and have three turnovers there and think you're going to win or think you even going to cover the number. So I feel bad for the betters, absolutely. I don't feel bad for the Kings. They gave that game away. They could at least gave themselves a chance. They didn't even give themselves a chance with, all, with the turnovers, and then they were sitting there getting mad at – the uh the questionable call and that decision that the referee made yes yes they did make a questionable decision they made a jump ball data i don't care you still had three turnovers three turnovers in that span it's yeah. ridiculous that is yeah. ridiculous like no you cannot turn the ball you cannot turn the ball over that late like that is bad basketball right there yeah condolences to the betters we're not feeling bad here for the uh sacramento kings at all after that yeah and then and, and tyrese night. halliburton made me mad because i had a, a parlay going and the last leg was him for 10 assists and he finished with nine so i was kind of set tight about oh, that i'm man. still on i'm still on his assist tonight though i mean so, <laughs> i'm still on i'm still on like come on the dude has hit over eight and a half in eight of the last nine games yes i'm still on the assist for the night i just got the wrong number some people caught eight and a half i caught nine and a half i'm still tough but yeah i i still like it so i mean hey he's he's really like he's really good he gets the assist so yeah yeah so that, i mean that's a prop that's a prop i like but yeah i'm on atlanta fuck them 
You're on Atlanta tonight. Uh, let me look at the ATS numbers on back-to-back situations for the uh, Sacramento Kings here. Um, let's see. Where's Sacramento? Uh, so back-to-back situations are three and four against the spread, two and five towards the over. Um, I'll have to dig in a little more and see what. What are they uh, straight up? Because this is a pick. They're, yeah, that's what I, I'm what trying to sh- look up. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can find that. But um, let me see here. Hold on. Uh, let's see. But while you don't, while you going, let me go ahead. Yeah, and talk go ahead. About the game. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you right now, Trayon had 56 points and a loss. I'm not even talking about Trayon this game. I'm talking about everybody else around him. Your best player put up 56 points, and y'all couldn't stop anything, and you know let the Trailblazers win that game. Granted, they were hitting, they were lights out and everything, but I think that that like that's a get up spot. Like that is a get up spot to see somebody like that go out and you know bust their ass, kill another team, and we still can you know hold up our end of the deal. I think that they play a lot better defense today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. They get they still bring that same intensity on offense. They still it's like, hey, you know, Trey bust his ass for us. We're gonna bust our ass for him. We're gonna, you know, hustle, fight for rebounds. Uh Clint Capella, I think, is gonna have a pretty good game in this one. Yeah, give me Atlanta in a in a bounce back spot after losing that game. After it was in a great game. After losing that one, after um, and you know losing by like five, they were kind of like spitting distance, but it just never seemed like they were gonna get the win. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm just fading Sacramento. Sacramento has has looked bad. Like at the end of the day, they have looked bad, and they played the Lakers. I can't give you credit for getting up for the Lakers, but they they played bad recently. And so yeah, just give me the Hawks. Yeah. Um... Just found out that information. They're three and four against the spread, and they're also three and four straight up on back-to-back situations are the Sacramento Kings here. Um, yeah, for Atlanta, I mean, look, zero defense has been played ever since they lost guys to the health and safety protocols. 130 given up to the Bulls, 131 again to the Bulls in back-to-back, 118 to the Cavs, 136 last night. So I think that for the side, um, uh, yeah, I'll agree with you. I, I, I like Atlanta tonight. I won't be betting it, but I think if you're forcing me to make a pick here, probably take Atlanta as well. And I don't think you can look any way other than the over here tonight for both of these teams' lackluster yeah. defense, I can say, especially Atlanta, because uh, they're just trying to outscore you at this point. We kind of saw that last night against the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Oh, sorry, the previous night against the Portland Trailblazers uh, where Trey went off for 56 and they still gave up 136 and lost that game. So I uh, do yeah. like the over in this game at 231. Anything else for this game, Terrell? The last one of the night? No, no, I'm good. All right, it's time. Let's get into our picks segment here, Terrell. Um uh, you want to get to see if we have any birthdays today first, or you want to do lock and dog first? I don't think it. Let me. I thought you, you said we had yours. one today. If not, you we were. Yours. Okay. I, I feel like there, there's a there's a stretch in January where it's not really anybody important birthday. But let me look again. Okay. Let me start with my lock and dog then, and then while you look that up in the meantime, um, let's see here for my lock tonight. Uh, let's go. Mm, I like Miami. Let's go with, I'm going to go with the Warriors here tonight. Minus the five and a half against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I think this is all going to depend on, we talked about the conditioning of Luca. 
He has the ball in his hands majority of the time in the of the time for the Dallas Mavericks. And again, I think the big caveat for this game is that they don't have Christoph Porzingis, who I think has had pretty good games against the Warriors. But um, this squad for the Warriors, I mean, everybody is back healthy. Draymond's back from health and safety protocols. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, I think, is probably having one of the best seasons of his career so far. Steph Curry, don't need again to introduction for him, but I just think they go into Dallas and take care of business tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. So give me the Warriors minus the five and a half against the spread. Um, for my dog, I think we had already kind of gave it away, or at least what I like. It was going to be the Toronto Raptors plus the seven and a half here tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. Currently, I'm seeing the line off the board right now, at least on one of the books I'm looking at. Let me just double check. Yeah, I'm still seeing a seven and a half. Oh, where'd it go? Yeah, seven and a half uh, for the Toronto Raptors. Get down on that money line as well. I think they do have a, they are a live dog here tonight, plus 270 against the Milwaukee Bucks. So that will be my lock. Warriors minus the five and a half and the Toronto Raptors dog plus 270 and plus the seven and a half. Seeing some plus, plus eight starting to pop up for the Raptors, but those will be my two picks tonight here, Terrell. Okay. All right. Um, for me, it's not really any favorites like I want to jump on. Uh, I mean, I have guys I like, but I don't know if it's any favorites I want to jump on. I think I'm going a double dog day. I'm just trying to see which order I want to put them in. I do like uh, Pistons night too, man. That's a uh, I think I can go either way. Um, all right. Nah, let's give them, let's give the people value. Fuck it. Let's give them value. So give me my lock. The Denver Nuggets plus three and a half. Uh, I think they get up for this game. I think this game is going to be fun. I think it's is. I think the Nuggets are going to pull away. I think that they're going to do enough. To, I am really, actually, really, really nervous for that second half. But they're at home. Uh, I hope that they just keep it rolling throughout the whole game. They don't blow a lead at home. So give me the Nuggets. Uh, for my dog, I will take OKC plus the eight and on the money line against the Timberwolves. I think they match up pretty well with them. I don't know what's going on with Cat and D'Lo. If by a stroke of luck that they say that one of those guys or both of those guys is not going yet, they want to give them some more time or give them the next game, that is perfectly fine with me. So give me OKC plus 300 money line. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm trying to put this on our sheet here. I got it. All right. So well, why you, you do that? Oh, yeah, I got yeah. it. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to give out my, my parlay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So this is for the bros. Uh, if you know, you know, but we do everything in threes. And so I have a three leg, three threes parlay. Give me KCP. Okay. Against the Rockets. All right. And Terry Rozier against the Pistons. Okay. And Nikola Jokic against the Jazz. Now that's plus 330 right there for three threes. Ooh. Let me tell you his numbers uh, against the Jazz recently. Hold on. I have it right here. So against the Jazz in his last four games, he is three for three from three. Two, it's for two from three. Four, four from three. Three for six from three. 
if we go back and so that is this that's this season when they played and last season. Yeah. Let's go back into the bubble when they were in the bubble and they had that playoff series. Two for five, three for five, seven eleven, three for ten, two two for six, one for two, four for seven. They have a plan. They want to pull Rudy Gobert out yep. of that painted area. Rudy Gobert does not want to leave that painted area. Jokic is going to take that little bit of space he gets before you, Rudy Gobert closes out on him and drain that three. So give me Jokic for three threes. I'm not mad about it. I like it. Uh, you hit the handicap right there. Though. So I'll say that they're going to pull Rudy Gobert out to come out and guard um, Nikola Jokic. So maybe you want to take a look at taking Rudy Gobert if he does go tonight under his props on his probably his rebounding or maybe his points because um, I, I was pulling this up earlier when we were talking about it uh, on what he's done over this past couple games here. Uh, last game, he did have 16 rebounds against him, but previous to that, 9, 8, 13, 13, 14. So usually his numbers are priced around 13 and a half, 14 and a half for Rudy Gobert. So uh, if he if it comes around around 14 and a half, I'll probably have to take a look at taking the under on his rebounds here tonight. Uh, since he's going to have to come out and guard uh, Nikola Jokic um, around that three-point line, like you just mentioned. Okay, Terrell, last question of the podcast for today. One game you are completely staying away from, not wanting to put a single dime on. Uh, What am I staying away from? Uh, I'm trying to uh, kind of like I like Brooklyn. Uh, maybe well, no, because I can I can always go to over in Detroit, Charlotte. Uh, and I already got some action on Wizards. Oh, yeah. If I had to stay away from something, it'd probably be the Hawks Kings. It'd probably be the Hawks Kings. Honestly, sure. yeah. That over that over is really really juicy. Yeah. Um. But sometimes it'd be too good to be true. Like two thirty-two is really is kind of high. Yeah. Um. And I mean, yeah, I do think the Hawks get it done, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know, we don't like the Hawks on the road, and yeah. I don't really want to back the Kings on the back-to-back. So yeah, I'm good on that one. Uh, yeah. For mine, it probably is that Rockets and Wizards spread at least. You just don't know what type of response we're gonna get from the Houston Rockets after what happened at halftime against Denver. Um, it makes me nervous that Washington is a seven-and-a-half-point uh, favorite as well. So not sure what type of response we get. I think the other one for me was I was probably going to be OKC Thunder and Minnesota, but you've been you've been a fan of the Thunder, Thunder team. Um, but again, with all that COVID stuff that's going on in that game, I'm not sure um, you know who's going to be out, who's going to be in. So definitely, again, guys, make sure you check the injury report uh, closer to game time. To find out which guys are in, which guys are out um, before you make your bets. Uh, Terrell, that is the show for this Wednesday uh, night in the NBA. I'm sorry, I kind of lost my words there. But yeah, Wednesday night show in the books here. Uh, Any final thoughts, Terrell? And let the people know where they can find you, man. Uh, Yeah, at really real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, last thing, shout out out to my friend. But I'm good. I'm good. I think this, this is a bounce back. This is about my spot. I've been cold in the picks. I'm I'm bouncing back tonight. I, I the double dogs have been doing me well. The double dogs have been doing me well. So let's let's keep it rolling tonight. Yeah, let's keep it rolling tonight. Um, a good start for me. 
uh, four and two overall. The double dog we did pretty good uh, on Monday, so hopefully we can continue that momentum tonight um, in this Wednesday night schedule. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, we will be back Friday morning uh, to break down the NBA schedule for the Friday games. Um, make sure to download the SGPN app, guys. SGPN in your app store or Google Play Store. It's a red and black icon there. Just make sure to download it. Leave us a rating and review, not only for our show here, but all the shows that are happening across the network on the SGPN network. Um, guys are just putting in hours, doing all the prep so we can get out all this content for you guys um, throughout the seasons. Like I said, we'll be back Friday morning. Good luck with your bets tonight, guys. Let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to get it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to get it.